it's good to know that we have people actually coming back and listening, and that's what we do it for. We do it for you guys. Actually, that's a lie. I do it for me. I, I do it for it. my own ego. Yeah, I like stroking. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> Stroke that ego. <laughs> I just got downloaded for this comment. Um, so somebody asked, so uh, on an Ultimate Frisbee Ted. No, that's why. Uh, Ultimate Frisbee people are shitbirds. Right. So this shitbird... Nah, this McBride said, So, I've got to ask, how come the UBC team is almost all Asian? Um, so I replied saying, There's a large Asian population here in Vancouver. Ultimate is the perfect sport that fits their natural athletic ability, and they tend to work, tend to outwork their other, and tend to outwork other ethnicities as well. Helps that they're all really smart and they go to UBC as well. <laughs> so somebody comment the guy who actually asked the question said yeah i feel like there's a there is usually a large number of asian players in ultimate i've only been to vancouver once but i was younger and i didn't remember the large uh asian population thanks for the info just curious somebody else commented and got six points like is up to six points this is such a problematic statement on mine they replied to my comment saying this is such a problematic statement why because you stated the fact about a stereotype right a stereotype that's true yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna reply saying sorry. I'm. I'm unsure. Sorry. I'm just gonna start the Reddit rage. Here we go. Well, yeah. These. It's one of these social justice warriors who's like, you can't talk about Asian people. <laughs> uh, I, it was nothing. Was direct. I was giving. I gave him a compliment. First of all, I said it's a perfect sport that fits their natural athletic ability, and I complimented him saying they tend to outwork other ethnicities, which is true. They do. Yeah, they, they work do. harder than us. They do. And then I said it helps that they're all pretty smart, and they go to UBC as well. Like, if there's nothing. Yeah, yeah you're derogatory not, there. You're not saying like, oh, all Asian kids are, are fucking nerds or anything. Like, you're not derogatorily. No, I gave putting him them down. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you know what? Maybe the party had a problem with was there is a large Asian population here in Vancouver. Oh, yes. That that might be. You know uh, what? That's that one's still in question. Yeah, that still in question. So uh, I'm just gonna say sorry. I'm unsure what's problematic. Were all my stats? Were all my statements incorrect? Just say problematic question mark. Yeah, yeah that's bitch says what? <laughs> and then just like I'm just gonna go from there. there. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. Sorry, I'm unsure what is problematic. And question mark. This person will probably start backpedaling now because they've had their social justice moment. Right. Uh, when I'm know, like, I'm at negative three points, and this person who said this is a prob- problematic statement is up six points. I'm like, yeah, but the problem is they don't elaborate on how it's problematic. Uh, they don't try no, and remedy exactly. the problem. Exactly. They just said dot, dot, dot. They're stroking their own ego. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that little, do that sound again closer to the mic. Oh, yeah. Just stroking the ego right there. Yeah, so they're doing that, and it's just like, uh, come on, man. Come on, man. Anywho's, welcome to the Wonder Boys podcast. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back, we're back. And, and it's just the Wonder Boys this time. It's just you and me, baby. You and me ain't nothing but podcasters. So let's. It doesn't work in that I context. Know, I, know, I, know, I know where I was going with that. Anywho's, welcome back to the Wonder Boys podcast. You can find us on. Oh wait, that's the end part. Welcome back to the Wonder Boys. Podcast. Just rotated the uh, 180 degrees. Um, yeah, this week we had. Uh, there was a lot of sad news this week. There was a lot of... Uh, a lot of people dying, man. A lot of people dying this week. Um, famous and non-famous. Mm. At famous events as well. Kind of a sad week. We can reach out to those people. Thoughts and prayers. My thoughts and prayers. <laughs> out to the Manchester-y type people. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to all the people the next day who are out cheering, or not cheering. Oh, God, that sounded awful. 
they cheering were it on. No. <laughs> that was great. Ariana Grande sucks. <laughs> there was uh, a large group of people who said, "You're not going to put us down." There was a big, there was a huge group that just started chanting, "You're not going to put us down. You can't put us down. We are something." Yeah. And they just kept chanting that and chanting that. I really just got to hope that. The British public doesn't see this as a foreign attack because the guy was English. I'm pretty sure. He was, sure. yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a guy who had been pointed out by his own mosque as being problematic. A bit he'd of a douchebag. He'd been kicked out of the mosque. Well, the police had, had him like they'd dealt with him before, like a right. few times before. And but, well, people are like, "Well, if they knew about him, why didn't they stop him?" It's like you can't arrest someone for something they haven't done. Exactly. So, unfortunately, this just, isn't Minority Report. It just had to happen. Unfortunately, I mean, you can't arrest the guy. I mean, if you catch him on the way to the stadium with bombs in his bag, perfect. Got him. But that's not going to happen. No. So, uh, just make be careful where you place blame, people. Exactly. And thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I saw so many good maymays come out of that thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, people posting shit. Oh my god, I'm, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. It's like, no, no, just fucking get over yourself, buddy. Yeah. Don't forget about me today. Don't forget about me today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Cornell unfortunately passed away as well, but he didn't he pass did. away. He killed himself. He <laughs> Not funny. No. Uh, yeah. The way I put that was a, little, a bit brash, but yeah, yeah he, he hung himself. Apparently, after a show, he did a show with Soundgarden, and uh, afterwards went to back to his hotel room, and that was the end of that. Which is banana hammocks. Like, that's yeah, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, pretty hardcore. And uh, yeah, that's it's really sad because like really the guy sad. was only fifty one. Yeah, yeah, something like fifty seven. And I mean, he had apparently a four to eight octave range. A vocal range. Yeah. I don't know what that. I'm not. Well, it seems like it'd be very impressive. It, he has a very impressive vocal range. Very impressive. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's just weird when you hear someone who kills himself because you think like, oh man, like he was he was playing this show, obviously. Yeah. And he was doing his whole thing, and then uh, you know he got he goes back to his hotel room and just all awesome. like you're thinking like during the whole concert he knew probably he was thinking about even it. before then for weeks months and then it's just like just talk to your buddies yeah talk to your buddies so yeah please talk to your buddies just talk to your buddies let your buddies know hey or, I'm having a tough time I mean he had a wife and a child I believe so talk to them talk to somebody just let them know let them know yeah uh, yeah and uh, and then we had a natural death one of the Almond brothers passed away I think mm-hmm. his name is Greg. Greg Allman. Greg Allman. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll it's a it's a G name. Yeah, because I only ever knew them as the Allman Brothers. It's like uh, what you call it, Hall and Oates. I only know the Hall and the Oates. I don't know what their first names are. Yeah, it was Greg Allman. You're right. Yeah, sweet, 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 sweet. sweet. Yeah, so he passed away, which is kind of sad because I mean they've got like such a unique sound to. Wow. I'm, I, this is like the worst start to a podcast ever. <laughs> so like all these people died and uh, we're trying to make you feel bad about it. Yeah, that was kind of sad. But just prepare your bum holes for the fun stuff that's going to come out. But yeah, I actually, I have one more death to report. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I'm pulling this up. Wait, wait. Is it the death of postmodernism art? No, that's ridiculous. Oh, okay. I didn't that stuff that will sure. keep going forever. <laughs> and uh, the shelf life on that is a billion years. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't know what anything about art. Uh, Zack Snyder is the director of Justice League. He also did Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel, Sucker Punch. He did 300, I believe. Yeah, 
done a lot of kind of big action movies and unfortunately his daughter his daughter also passed away yeah she's 20 years old and she took her own life as well so he's not uh, going to continue doing the justice league movie which you know sucks because of he's worked on it i mean I, i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of batman v superman the way it was put together no but, and zack schneider in general but but it's just a shitty thing to happen to anybody that's it so the poor guy's taking time off and uh he's gonna spend time with his family but what in a strange turn of events plot twist uh joss whedon who was originally set up to well he's gonna still do it he was gonna direct a batgirl movie he's gonna take over for justice league as well so joss whedon if you don't know is the guy who wrote and directed the first two avengers movies cool and uh, now he's doing justice league yeah i like the weed master yeah <laughs> the weed master <laughs> i mean the guy's all over superhero team-up movies apparently he's the go-to guy now <laughs> hollywood's just like okay how do we make this team-up movie great where's whedon where's Whedon? get whedon in here whedon how do we make this great so i'm just i'm just whedon <laughs> i make uh, things great great joss whedon finish off justice league for us yeah it's just a shame like he didn't write it because he's got a really cool sense of humor it really lines up yeah. with my own sense of humor so i really enjoy his writing but you know i think he'll do a good job and kind of hopefully give us the best product possible and, well he uh, apparently only has to oversee f- a few scenes that have already been yeah but he'll probably also like work on the final cut he'll of the be movie part and, of the editing and stuff yeah, yeah. he'll work on that stuff but Which, uh, um yeah, in terms of actual filming style, because I think his filming style as well is also because I mean, very different. He's the one who came up with that long shot in the first Avengers movie where it shows all the Avengers like in a circle. In yeah, and it eventually ends up within a circle. But they like he follows each character for a little bit of that main. Oh battle right, yeah, yeah. And then it joins them. It makes it look like it's one shot. He, that was his idea to bring that. Yeah, together. that's pretty interesting. So those kind of elements will be missing. But you're right, like the post production, all the. Um, I guess well, a lot of shit can happen in the, in the editing room. Exactly, like you can change like uh, the, the way a whole way a movie looks or feels or yeah or whatever just like by the way you put it together, which is kind of which is kind of freaky. Totally, kind of freaking girl. But girl, you girl, you dirty, you a dirty girl. Like that van I rode on this week it was a dirty girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like a very dusty van. Very dusty. So oh my god, it was so dusty, so dusty. I was able to mark on it. I'm a dirty I'm girl, a dirty girl. <laughs> um, and I like it dirty. I like it. Let's move on to something really. I mean, let's get even more depressing. Let's go from sad to anger because <laughs> okay. that seems like a natural progression. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is this like the five stages of alcoholism, or wait, no. uh, morning? Sure, whatever. Who alcoholism cares? works too. Let's do it. Uh, five stages of alcoholism, beginning with sadness, moving to anger. This is anger. It's my rage cage for the rage week. Rage cage. And it, it's this, I just saw this post on, I, I can't remember whether it was an ad by the company or if someone had shared it because they thought it was ridiculous like I do. <laughs> spicy Skittles and Spicy Starburst. They're made by the same company. They're naturally sweet. They're very sweet candies. And they're making them Spicy. <laughs> fucking why it's like those Mike and Ikes that are hot tamale whatever that are spicy oh I don't know so gross it's like <laughs> just fucking why like I get people who like spicy foods cool stick to the spicy foods though I think there's this weird obsession with not weird obsession but this like it's like a trend or it's gotta be a trend or just this macho <laughs> like who can take the spiciest because I mean we've talked about that hot hot wings or whatever it's called what is it called the show on YouTube called Hot Ones is hot fucking ones. Am- 
It's incredible. Right. So they do it. They make it funny, and they just like blow your mind with yeah. spicy. But then I always go out for like wings with friends, and they're always like, mm, yeah, I always get hot wings because, you know, the hot wings texture. No bullshit. You're just trying to show that you're manlier than the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, I like sweetness. Yeah, I'm going to get my honey garlic. I'm going to get my sweet chili, which... Is a little bit spicy, but it's sweet. But it's, and spicy. it's a decent amount of spice. It's not like I want to burn my fucking mouth. Yeah, it's where you get these like ultra lava hot, boiling lava hot flavors. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think. Well, it's the same. Well, I told you about this, but I tried spicy mango ice cream. Yeah, like a little sample Ew. of that. I was. I didn't know that's what I was about to taste, so I was given this t- this sample. It was orange. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, this, this is, is gonna, gonna be sweet. This is gonna be delicious. Took a Took a bite of it, or bite, or however you eat ice cream. A sample. A lick, a sample of it. And at first it was like, oh, that's mangoey and it's great. Then it hit me, and the spicy, whatever the hell they use cayenne pepper to spice this motherfucker up. Jesus. Was like, hit me, I'm like, oh God. Why? Oh God. Why? And it was like five minutes later when we finished trying all these other types of ice cream, and I was still breathing the spiciness. Fuck. And I was like, that's, who enjoys this shit? Yeah, uh, I don't mind hot wings, but like once in a while, I'm not a hot food guy who actively seeks it out. Yeah. So I wouldn't survive in Mexico or anything, or India. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like the, uh, fuck, ice cream, candy, is nothing sacred with the spiciness? Is nothing sacred. Is nothing sacred? Yeah, so that's my, uh, my rage cage is on the spicy foods. You know what, I, I didn't get, I didn't get raged, I got excited, somebody, um sent me a message saying that they really liked our podcast. To and you that personally was or to the, to the to, to me personally. Uh, yeah. Saying that they really liked our podcast. And that got me thinking. I was like, oh, I wonder what uh, other people have said about our podcast. And we actually have two reviews on iTunes. Two fucking reviews. Tim. That's not bad. That's not bad for, what are we on, 36? We're episode 36. We have two reviews. An average of one review per 14 episodes. <laughs> sorry, 18 episodes. 18 episodes. So the first one is customer review from Ollie Wally Ollie. He says the, the title is Funny. Five stars. Thank you, Ollie Wally. Ollie. Good to just hear a bunch of guys talking about random stuff. It is good to hear that. It's great to hear that. That's what we're here for. That's what we hear. We're here to talk about the other one is from, I think I know this guy, but it's from his, the subject is hilarious, five stars, by Ichard underscore Ray. Itchard Ray. Itchard Ray, yeah. Uh, funny, comma, simple conversations to listen to, period. Great listening for my morning commute. Luckily, I don't ride the bus. I don't know what that implies. Yeah, I don't know likes. what that means at all. He's going to a giant orgy later, and he's riding some kind yeah, of bus. Yeah, he's riding a bike with a dildo on it. Great for him. Dildo for a seat. I charred Ray. Thank you for your shout out. We love you. And keep I think listening. There's to the even there's even one review on there that I wrote myself because I just need you know how you like a busker puts five bucks in the thing to get, oh, yeah. get things going. <laughs> I, think, I think I started with that, and then once I got a couple of reviews, I deleted it. Oh, you deleted it. Oh, damn. But yeah, I was like, I was really stoked on that, and then I started looking at. Uh, our most popular episodes and our most popular episodes have been the f- last five or six episodes on iTunes like in terms of downloaded oh. um over the last five or six episodes so we're the, getting better the five or six weeks that have just passed that, that have just passed Sweet. apparently we're getting better that's good that's so good, starting good. this episode with really depressing shit maybe didn't do us wonders yeah that's probably that's gonna send some people away but it's good to know that we have people actually coming back and listening, and that's what we do it for. We do it for you guys. Actually, that's a lie. I do it for me. I, I do it for it. my own ego. Yeah, I like stroking. Yeah. Right? You know that. 
<laughs> Stroke that ego. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Well, Lucas, we actually skipped over during the, during all the depressingness. How was your week? Oh, my week was excellent. We had a uh, I had a weird, really weird week because we had Monday was a public holiday, so I didn't go to work on Monday, and then I went to work on Tuesday. Oh, I'll let you finish. Oh, you want to carry on? <laughs> uh, went to work on Tuesday, and then I took Wednesday and Thursday off to hang out with our cousins from uh, from Holland. From their um, So I had Wednesday and Thursday off, so I had a little midweek weekend, and then I went to work on Friday. So it was like uh, work, chill, chill, work. So Friday, I was like, my mind was like, "What are you doing here? What? You're 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 gonna be done." Yeah. So no, I had a fantastic week, and um, what did I do? Yeah, and I went to the beach yesterday, man. It was super nice. Got to chill, bro. Yeah. And um but no, I had a great week, Tim. How about you? I had a pretty good week. Uh uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, My man. No, and uh, it's funny actually at the beginning of the week on Tuesday, I uh I had this class at this acting class that I went to. Uh, mm-hmm. It usually runs from 6 till 9 p.m., but I missed the week before where they told everyone it's going to run from 6 till 10. So like about halfway through, they say, "Oh, we're going to ten tonight, right, guys?" And then everyone's like, "Yep." I was like, y- "Yes." <laughs> uh, so uh, go on. But I'd actually like been. Re- I practiced uh, before the class started. I got there early and practiced with my scene partner. Got everything going. So we were set up to go first, and the teacher said, "Hey, whoever set up here, we'll, we'll just go first. I was like, "Okay." So when we we went first, and uh, we did everything. We got our feedback. We got our our pointers and everything. We're like, "Okay, we'll work on that," and then we go sit in the audience. And then there's about, I want to say about 18 other people in the class, all split into two, so nine more uh, pairs to present. Mm. I was there for four hours just sitting there watching people (laughs) present their fucking uh, scenes. Which, you know, it's not terrible. Like, I'm not. It's not not bad. I'm not saying it's It's terrible because you learn some shit. You see what they do right, what they do wrong, blah, blah, blah. You learn some shit. But, uh,. Oh my god, that four hours! Like I was looking at my watch, and I was like, "Dude, it's been like three hours. I've just been sitting here because I went first. Like I don't mind going first, but this is fucking ridiculous." <laughs> uh, so I ended up, uh, yeah, getting out of there ten thirty, and went to the twenty-four hour bakery because I'm obsessed with that place now. Yeah, you are. And I uh, got some cuffles, which if you've, if you've never had them, try them. They're amazing. And uh, I got a caramel macchiato at eleven p.m. So I was buzzing when I got home. Espresso, <laughs> espresso in the evening. <laughs> uh, so I was really, uh, I was really energized. You were jazzed up, and then yeah, no. I, otherwise, I just worked all week. I went to Whistler with you and uh, our cousin, and um, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And oh, I'm still chapped about how the peak to peak gondola at Whistler, where it goes between two mountains, it's the uns or the highest unsuspended, unsupported. It's unsupported. Yeah, it's it's suspended. It's suspended, but it's the highest unsupported uh, gondola in the world. Or Correct. Something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've only been on it once, so I was excited to go on it again. And uh, it was closed. It was closed for maintenance for the one week that we decided to go. It was uh. closed. Uh, so that 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 was like a mini rage cage for me. Yeah, I was miffed because I'd seen friends go up. I'd seen pictures of people who'd gone up to Whistler Recently? the weekend before. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's great up here. Like, I was like, oh, sick. They're going to do the ski season until the end of May again. Around. Yeah. Yeah. So I they, think it all depends on whether they get like a late snow dump or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Because it seemed like a lot of the snow up there was pretty old. It looked pretty old. We did see one of the, uh, what is he called? The Ski Patrol? Ski Patrol. Um, skiing down, picking up all the debris coming off the uh, 
Well, the one thing he had under his arm was a case of beer. Yeah, or it looked like, well, possibly empty, but... Yeah, but uh, it, it was still kind of funny just watching him, like, ski down with just a case of beer under his arm, just, like, <laughs> casually going down. He's just the one guy on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. bro! Yeah, that was pretty funny, but no, I was okay. I was chapped about that as well, because this... this the ski to sky, the ski to sky. The peak to peak gondola is really really cool, and I've done it three or four times now when I've been up there skiing. Um, and while the I'd say out of the three or four times, ninety percent of the time it's super cloudy, you can't see anything. Mm. And the day that we went, it was like very clear. Clear, and, yeah. We weren't gonna, we were going to be able to see some stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, it was disappointing, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's uh, still that's, pretty cool from the top of the mountain. It was, yeah. It was nice and cold in shorts because I wore shorts like a. That was crazy. That the, was crazy. The idiot that I am. And, uh, yeah, that's just how she goes, I guess. That's how she goes. Sometimes she goes. Sometimes she doesn't go. It's just the way she goes. Just the way she goes. Just the way she goes. Um, we can talk about, uh, what do we can talk about? Oh, that's right. We can talk about the conservatives have a new leader now. Good for them. Hey, uh, generic white guy number 10. Yeah. Whatever he was. Whatever his kid. Didn't want to risk it with a woman because that's too edgy. Well, I mean, yeah, well, Rona Ambrose was the the interim leader, right? And she yeah. was the one that was the front runner? Uh, yes. Yeah. She just had this. She, she just gives me the similar feeling that Christy Clark does, where it's just like, she's not human. <laughs> you know, it's an alien wearing a skin suit. Yeah. Uh, from Men know, in Black, though. Pretending to be like, smile for the camera. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, everything's like uh, a calculated move, which is so unnatural. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I think a lot of people like about Justin Trudeau is he seems fairly comfortable in his own skin. He, he's, you know, a genuine person. Right. And that's like almost half of what a, being a world leader is. You got to be likable. That's so. it. And everybody's going to like you. Trump said that one of his favorite people. One of my favorite people, yeah. uh, whatever the Trump voice is, yeah. one of my favorite people on my last diplomatic mission was Justin from oh, Canada. That's cool. Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what he meant. No, but like he was at, uh, they were at the G7 summit. I don't know what country right. they were in. You know, I can't remember. No, no, they were somewhere. And uh, all like all the big countries, are G7 countries, there are Canada, France, Germany, so on and so forth. USA, obviously. Obviously, but uh, apparently, like the the leaders are the other leaders are just like they're almost shunning Trump just because he's such an idiot. Like he's just so fucking dumb. What did you hear? Angela Merkel said after she's like, I didn't hear that. No, she her a quote came out of her is like, Europe's just got to do their own thing. <laughs> they're just she's like we can't rely on the United States anymore for anything. After meeting Trump, like she's like, let's just well, yeah. I mean, the guy's an idiot, uh, but also the uh, their foreign policy is is I can't remember. There's a name for it, but it's very insular. It's kind of like you know, oh, we learned about it in school and yeah. shit. Uh, but it's like, oh, we'll we'll take care of ourselves and screw everyone else, right? Isolationist or whatever. Yeah, nationalism. I yeah, and um, no, that's Nazis, man. Uh, right, no, right. Kidding. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that comparison. <laughs> just kidding. No, but uh, yeah, I think that's what the rest of like the G7 leaders are seeing. They're like, okay, so the six of us will get together and we'll do stuff. And then we'll just leave Trump over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we'll do stuff because we're the power. Just Trump, you go. Because the United States is the only one that's not upholding the Paris uh, climate. Uh, yeah. Uh, agreement. Agreement. Yeah. Uh, so all the other countries like Paris Accord or whatever. What are you doing? Uh, can you fucking do this, please? Please just f- exactly. Can you fucking just can you do just this? fucking just do this, please? You're the yeah. biggest economy in the world. 
Pardon me. Jesus oh, Christ. God. Yeah. Biggest economy in the world. Just fucking suck it up. Do it, bitch. Yeah. Oh, well. I but I don't think you can just call Donald Trump a bitch. You'd be like, I'm not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. You're <laughs> a bitch. If I was, I'd be the biggest bitch you ever was. <laughs> I'd be the best bitch. I am the best bitch. Yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, good times over there. And um, what was, oh, yeah, we were talking about, go back to video game news. So I finished Batman Arkham Knight last it's night. It's like three years old now. I know, and I'm stoked I finally got through it. No, I think it's actually like just two years old. But, but uh, it still holds up really well. Sick. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to. You have 400 points, like, on the lead. So you, Timothy, have, like, there's a leaderboard of my friends who have played the game. Yes. And it's like. The Batman points. You mm. have 412 or something. Yeah. I just finished the main storyline. I finished about 70 to 80% of everything else. Yes. And I only have 200. How the fuck? I like to party. <laughs> 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 yeah, I doubled the, I actually, I enjoyed the game so much that the first time I finished playing it, I played it again. But I played it on the challenge mode. Oh. Which gets rid of all the, like, the counter attack prompts. Right. So you kind of have to, like, really pay attention right so yeah it's challenge mode basically so it makes it way harder and mm-hmm. and you get all your gadgets to start with i think okay so you can start you can do all the challenges all the riddler challenges everything so that's why right I have so from many the starts i finished the, all the riddler challenges i finished all the side missions you did all the riddler challenges yes woof yeah there's a lot there's so like you beat the riddler at the there's end there's like 200 yeah there's like 200 of them. whoa it took a long time. I would yeah. not recommend. It took, and I had to like go on YouTube to figure out how to do some of them because they were yeah. so fucking difficult. Yeah, and a lot of them use the Batmobile now. Yeah, so I was like, ah, fuck, this is so much. Uh, can I just do it with Batman? <laughs> but, can I just do it with Batman? That was one of the um, highlights of the ending for me. Is that you become the Joker? Spoilers for those of you, you out mean, there. How do you mean you? Um, the Joker's in your head the whole game, yeah, right? Yeah. And then. At the end, you get uh, Scarecrow's toxin fired into you. And basically, you have this internal mental battle with the Joker. But yeah. what it mean, what it is, is you become, you play as the Joker. The Joker's, you're playing from his perspective. Uh-huh. Um, the whole game's a third-person game from Batman's perspective, and then this jumps into first-person in the Joker. And you become the Joker inside, and he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, he's Brucey, taking over Batman's I'm, yeah, mind. He's yeah. like, it's going to be so much fun terrorizing all your friends. And, and then you just realize this is an internal battle, and basically Batman is weaning. He's hunting, basically. Exactly. He's hunting the Joker out of his own mind. It's so meta it's crazy and it's awesome yeah um and i like that dynamic where you play this one character the whole game and then sometimes you flip to catwoman so sometimes you're catwoman for Uh those little dual uh yeah the challenges challenges with the riddler and then sometimes you flip to robin when he comes in helps you out with some stuff and sometimes you flip to nightwing when he comes and helps you out with stuff which is really neat and i like the game for that reason i think maybe i'll like assassin's creed syndicate as well because of the ability to switch between yeah, different Yeah, I've only characters. played a little bit of that. But yeah, getting to switch between two different characters, because it changes the way you play, because each character has their own strengths. Yeah. Especially in Syndicate, where it's like one brother who's just brash and goes in on guns blazing, and the sister who's more stealthy, she's a little more cunning. Right. So on and so forth. It's pretty fucking sweet. And I saw a good, uh, a good thing on Reddit the other day where it was talking about Huff, died four times trying to do this mission stealthy? Well, it looks like everybody has to die now. Everybody's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually playing a game right now called Deus Ex Mankind Divided, where it's a game where you can pick how you want to play. You can go in guns blazing, you can go in stealth and knock everyone out, or you can go in 
and not touch a single soul and still complete the game. Right. Although that's incredibly difficult. I've tried it. It's so hard. Uh, so I'll end up quick saving all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, as soon as someone discovers me, reload. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to fight everybody. I want right. to stealth my way all the way through it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'm, not, I'm just not good enough. Did you see the guy who played uh, the entirety of Dark, Dark Souls 2 with a uh, DJ turntable? So you remember there was that DJ hero yeah. game and they came with a turntable? And it, it, it functions as a full controller. Right. Um, it's he just beat a weird kind Dark Souls, like one of the hardest games in the world, in the world with a DJ turntable. And That's he streamed. Crazy. He streamed the whole thing. He streamed like his whole progression through it. He has like a death counter. I think he's like 110 deaths by the end of the story. Jesus. Like pretty nuts that he played a game that is very timing based. All oh, the boss yeah. battles are all like, oh yeah, dodge, hit, wait, dodge, jump. Yeah, you hit, need to really time wait. your shit. Yeah, uh, that kind of reminds me of. I think it was about a year or two years ago, there was a guy who played World of Warcraft using nothing but a, a Dance Dance Revolution mat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not fucking kidding. This guy used a Dance Dance Revolution mat, and he got to level 100 using just that mat. <laughs> I, I think it was Dance Dance Revolution. It was something ridiculous like that. It was like that or a Guitar Hero guitar. Right. Or something like really weird. It's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 like, but it was a fact. I mean, he, he. I think he did it for charity. He streamed the whole thing for charity. Okay. So that's kind of cool. But like, how do you come up with the idea, and how do you get the patience to fucking deal with that? Because um, oh. the amount of times you die just because you can't turn left fast enough because you're <laughs> fucking trying to dance dance revolution your way to the left. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Do we dance 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 the dance, dance revolution? He's like. That's a <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. So ridiculous. Oh, oh man. Video games, I love them, though. I yeah, do that, enjoy that was them. Pretty, yeah, the Batman one's good. If anyone, no one's played it, I made mean, it fuck so good. So, yeah, the whole Batman series is really good. So, yeah. Um, uh, and it, like, it looks really, it's like a really visually stunning game, too. Yeah. Yeah, Which is it doesn't. Like, it, that, that's the thing. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it doesn't take the effect, the the idea that this is a human doing all these things. They they yeah, they embrace the cheesiness exactly. Yeah, like sure. he jumps off a rooftop, flies down at a thousand miles an hour, pops his cape open, and he can fly. Yeah, and you're like, all that doesn't. Really well, I mean, like, he's but also like man. you're you're not going to find like a guy who's made out of uh, clay. That's who can right. change into anything, or like a woman who can control nature. That's right. Uh, That's so. what I mean. Is it doesn't it doesn't it embraces a bit of realism, but it doesn't go full board into yeah exactly into the uh, which is why I think like in the movies when they try and make them more realistic, like try and make these superhero movies realistic. I'm like, yeah, you can to a point, just to kind of mesh it with the real like right the live action world, right. But you still gotta make it cheesy. You still gotta make it comic booky. You still, still gotta, gotta make add it add the cheese. Well, because that's what Ain't makes these things great. Like, why is Captain America such a great character? Because he's so over the top, patriotic, and such a great guy. Right. You're like, fuck yeah. No one's ever gonna be like that in the history of the world. <laughs> but he is, despite all the shit, yeah, which exactly. is fucking cool. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, stuff like that. You really gotta embrace the cheese. Embrace the cheese. Embrace the cheese. Bring Hashtag the cheese. embrace the cheese. We're gonna make a trend on Twitter. Embrace the cheese. Yeah, I can dig. I can dig the uh, embracing, <laughs> embracing the cheese. Um, oh yeah, that was another thing I want to talk about with sports. Was uh, we were talking downstairs with Dad? Was at the 
fastest. I'm actually going to find this right now. Uh, the fastest lap has been recorded at the Monaco Grand, Grand Prix. So the Monaco Grand Prix is it's a track on streets in Italy. Like it's Italian Isn't Monaco streets. Monaco in France. France. Oh yeah, it's fuck it, you're right. Um, That's right, bitch. In, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, That's right. Suck it, suck it, bitch. Uh, they're really small streets. I was just picking Italy because they're really, really small. Um, so the fastest lap has been rec- recorded by S- Sebastian Vettel. He was driving a Ferrari, and he did it in one minute and forty-four seconds. And well, like I played uh, Forza, like motorsport and stuff, and Monaco is one of the maps on there. Right. And those corners are fucking tight. Yeah. And his average speed is 150 uh, miles per hour. Jesus fucking Through the race. Like, Like, that's crazy. And, yeah, I've seen it on TV once, the Monaco one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see the other ones out in the open on these racetracks that are out wherever in Japan or or Australia or whatever. And they're nice wide open kind of areas kind of out in the country right this is in the fucking town yeah like it's crazy it's banana hammocks uh and i mean the town is full of rich people so hey i mean let's have ex- extremely expensive cars drive through our streets so uh yeah no it, it's pretty bananas and if you watch there was I, I saw it on reddit if you watch the actual footage of him doing the lap his reaction time is Unbelievable! Yeah, well, you have um, to be almost superhuman to drive those cars. Y- it is, and it's. Do you see these guys? They, they they come out of these. If, if you ever see them with their shirts off, they're built like brick shit houses. But that's only because they drive. Yeah, the, the G forces are fucking incredible. Yeah, they're literally do, lifting weights, driving a car. Yeah, it's insane, unreal. Well, so. to keep, just to keep your like your spine from snapping in half, <laughs> you got to keep your muscles flexed all the time. Exactly. Uh, but like. Speaking of Monaco, there was this, there's a series on the BBC that I catch highlights of on YouTube because uh, I'm subscribed to one of their channels. And uh, it's from a show called How'd You Get So Rich? And basically, it's just this this comedian. She's actually Canadian who lives in the UK. She goes around and she, she asks people, well, how'd you get so rich? And, and they explain like how they started their business or their whatever that it was that got them their wealth. Mm-hmm. And kind of walks her through it into where they are now. And there's this brother and sister team who live in Monaco. And all they do is host yacht parties for fucking rich people. And she's like, well, how'd you, how did you like do this? Like, how'd you get in this? And she's, and he's like, well, rich people, they love just, they love having parties. They love yachts. We thought, why don't we put parties on yachts? And it's a fucking hit. Like the guy's a millionaire. Wow. Just from hosting these like, Huge parties for billionaires and other millionaires <laughs> on yachts, and they don't on even, yachts like they don't even go that far from the coast. They like they'll sail away a little bit from Monaco and then have a party, and then they'll come back. Then they'll sail back in. And I, I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, that was like when we were in uh, Ibiza. Ibiza. We went on a boat, a booze cruise last year, and we were expecting like this, like we would travel out into a little bit into the ocean. But no, no, no. You just, just leave the shore. A little you just bit. like leave the shore while well, they drove a little bit around drove sailed a little like harbor or whatever <laughs> no it went it, it was a pretty decent ride but it wasn't like i don't know what i was expecting but it wasn't mm-hmm. that well it's kind of like we did the this boat cruise in high school i think you must have done the same thing yeah right? yeah yeah and it, i mean you basically just drive around the harbor you just go to deep cove and turn around and yeah come back. and then yeah. come back and it's like well now <laughs> uh, 
Okay, then. Yes. This is great. Yeah, and, and I mean, the worst thing about that boat is that the ceiling was so low, people over six foot feet couldn't stand up straight. So we no, were, uh, like, all, do, 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 all the tall guys were just, all we did was hang out outside the whole fucking time. <laughs> but that's a whole different story. Let's not even get into that. Yeah, Sky, sky trains pissed me off. The Sky Train, I think I've said this before, is the Canada line is just, just touches the top of my head. So if I don't. Oh, the doorway. The doorway. So if yeah. I don't duck just a little bit, it'll catch my hair if my hair yeah. is standing up. And it'll give uh, you a little bruisey on your head. A little bruisey. But, and then the other ones, like the Millennium Line, the Expo Line, definitely ding my forehead oh, if yeah. I don't uh, bend down. Well, those again. ones are even narrower, too. Yeah. So it's like you feel like you're cramming into a sardine can. That's it. Uh, yeah, I've definitely hit my head on the Canada Line before. I think. Only on the way out, though. Oh, okay. on the way in, I'm I'm, I'm conscious of it. But yeah. once you get into that mode where you're on the train, you're like uh, you get zombified. And then the door opens, like here I go, Doof! and oh. I definitely hit it. Like looked around, and people like <laughs> like give me that look and nod, and like okay, yeah, you, you got to watch out for yeah, that. You, you just got to be dummy. careful, tall guy. You know, you just come in here with your tallness. Yeah, uh, you got to be careful. So uh, yeah, that's a fucking safety hazard. Goddamn safety hazard, pissing me off. Freaking anyways, frickety. Uh, anything before we wrap up? No man, I think we're uh, we're groovy toovy. This was nice. It was a good uh, kind of change of pace because I was low energy when I got up this morning. Yeah, and I'm still low in- energy now. Well, I mean, we can call this the Sad Boys Podcast. Or something. Sad Boys Podcast. Started. Hey, well, we had the five stages of grief. Yeah, so we went from sad to angry to to. Remember to Twitter at us if we do Twitter. Uh, do we do Twitter? We Twitter. We Twitters. We Twitter sometimes. Yeah. At Wonder Boys Cast, I believe it is. And that's the same on Instagram. Yep. If you're feeling uh, saucy and you want to see some pictures of uh, stuff. Give me that some marinara. You can always throw uh, throw us a subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Just a quick one. Just a quick one. Podcasts.com. Uh, there's another one, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah. The WonderBoys.ca. WonderBoys.ca, Wonder the most important one, our website. Yeah, our website. Uh, and uh, as always, well, we don't have a sign off. Line. No, we don't. Fuck. Yeah, just have a good one. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>